This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Thursday morning. We got a Thursday night game tonight. The NFL Week 7 begins. 20 minutes from now, Simon Hunter of the Action Network on his best plays and his strategies for Week 7 here. But let's um, let's dive into some of these games, including, how about this, um, our teams. The, the, we, could, we could talk through the homer bets here this week because they're all on the road this week, all underdogs, which is not surprising. Washington, Philadelphia, and the Bears are not exactly good teams this year. So they're usually underdogs, these games, but they're all going up against winning teams this week. Um, let's start with Washington football team, guys. This is one where they are the second biggest dog, I guess, of, of our teams, per se, right? I, I'm talking about the Eagles, Washington football team, and the Bears. Washington football team, nine and a half points. Has this moved to nine? No, it, it's seven and a half. What? Exactly. I have no interest. Are you going to get it? Where do you think it'll land in the contest? Seven and a half? Yeah, it's not going to be seven. The, okay, the look ahead last week was seven. And then it pops at 10 in some spots on Sunday. And it's been creeping down. But seven and a half? Get out of here, man. That's, um, I know it's a higher total. That's a great teaser leg. Actually, we're getting some decent teaser legs. Earlier in the week, it looked like we didn't have many options. But now we're getting yeah. some pretty pretty solid ones. So Washington's seven and a half point underdogs. This, I mean, the line really has moved two and a half points this week in Green Bay uh, against the Packers. Let's talk through the game. Um, the, I mean, obviously the number is not what we wanted it to be. If you were on the side of Washington, and I was when I first saw the line. I, I Washington was the first thought I had. I just think Green Bay is overrated. I mean, we talked about it through our power rankings yesterday. I, I was looking at point differential this morning before the show. They're at plus eight. They're five and one. They yeah. barely outscored their opponents. They're not. They're not very good. I mean, they look more like an average team than a really good team. Do you lean Green Bay because the numbers come down? Aaron's, Aaron, who's the closest to the Washington football team, just not a yes. Go ahead, Aaron. I mean, so Washington's a bottom five defense and adjusted net yards per pass attempt. I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to have his way with the football team. If I'm going to do anything with it, I might put the Packers in a money line parlay. 
but I just want nothing to do with the Washington football team at this point. So I'm not high on them at all. Packers are going to win the game. So that's why I look at this as a teaser. Are they overrated? Yeah. Uh, context with the point differential. Remember that first week they just were slaughtered. So that kind of throws yeah. the whole point differential off. Like, yeah. If we look at it since then, it's probably not bad. Uh, Washington, five straight games. They've allowed more than 28 points. Now they get Aaron Rodgers this week. They go the from, uh, are, yeah, sorry. Pat Mahomes to, to Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are winning despite all those injuries. I mean, I think they're overrated too, but they are they are just winning despite that. And ever since that dud in week one, they've reeled off five in a row. So, Well, that's the key. That's why they shouldn't have been favored by nine and a half and ten. And that's why most people, I think, it jumped on Washington, nine and a half, ten. They'll take those points because outside of Rodgers and Adams, you're missing the best players. You're missing. You're still missing uh, Bakhtiari. He was practicing this week, but he's still officially on the pup list. A secondary is doing just fine without Jair Alexander. I mean, he's a lockdown guy, but they've found ways. Like Eric Stokes early on looks like it was a good draft pick uh, to help out in that secondary. Kevin King's been okay. He did not play last week against the Bears. Uh, watch out for the offensive line. Their, their interior offensive lineman, Josh Myers, he was not practicing this week. Their tackle, Dennis Kelly, he was not practicing. I mean – Sedaris Smith, we talked about him. Preston Smith not practicing. They are missing so many dudes. Like, and and top ten players on the roster. That that's why I don't say well they're completely overrated. They just might be the team that if they get healthy later on in the year, I mean they're looking good now with a five and one record, five and one against the spread. But once they get everybody back, maybe they they're just getting by now, and then they just go on a big time run. Mm-hmm. So to be fair about the point differential, you mentioned it because that blowout week one, they're plus forty three since then, plus forty three right. over the last five weeks. So that's I mean that's not overwhelming, but it's it's not bad either, right? And I mean, look at some of the games. That game against Cincinnati, I think the perception reality. Like if they lose that game, we might say the point differential makes more sense if they have one more loss. It's like all right, they're pretty good, they're not great, but the record says they're really, really good. And I, I just, I haven't seen, I haven't been overwhelmed with the Packers really at any point this year. They are seven and a half point favorites at home uh, this week against the Washington football team. All right, let's jump to the game. Let's jump to the Eagles game. And then we'll get Joe's thoughts on the Bears here. I, I think the Eagles could win this game. This reminds me, I, I started to think about the Eagles and they've actually, the more I thought about them, become pretty easy to handicap. When the Eagles play a team that has a suspect offensive line, and they're not going up against a great quarterback, they're very live to win the games. I mean, they they beat the Atlanta Falcons on the road. They beat the Carolina Panthers. Both those teams, are both they fit the criteria. Not a great quarterback on their side, and their offensive line suspect. They played with the Niners, and then they blew that game. But that another team that does not have a great quarterback, that was Garoppolo, and the Niners' offensive line is pretty good. And then they played teams that have good offensive lines and great quarterbacks, and they really weren't in the games. I know they covered against yeah. the, the the Bucks, but they really weren't in that game. Dallas, the Chiefs, and the Bucks. This week, I think it slides more towards the other side of it, right? They're not playing a team with a very good offensive line. That's the weakness of the uh, the Raiders. And Derek Carr is good, and he's certainly better than Sam Darnold, uh, but he's not in the elite category. I wouldn't put him in the DAC category where they have no chance or the Mahomes. This feels, and the Eagles have a little extra rest here. I think this is a toss-up game. I'll, I'll take the three points. I think I feel very similar about this game that I did the Carolina game, Atlanta game, when I thought they could beat those teams. Joji, I'm right with you. The Eagles' pass defense, top five in the NFL. However, 
As we've seen, when they play a great quarterback, Mahomes threw for five touchdowns. Brady, 297 yards and two TDs. Prescott, only five incompletions, three touchdowns. I don't know. I think the Raiders could have a big game. So you think the Raiders are more on the side of the those those really? I, I guess Derek Carr, the, yeah, yeah. It's the way you view Carr in that offense. If you think, yeah, I guess that's what with, it comes down to. If you don't think yeah. Carr's going to be successful against the Eagles' defense, then fade the Raiders. But if you're on my side and you think Derek Carr will have a good game, then. And let me throw this in quickly. I, I saw this yesterday. I'm trying to find it so I can cite it and I can bring up who's had it. I saw someone put out that the last four interim coaches, like coaches that were fired in the middle of the season, right? Yeah. Their first games, they've done really well. The Team first, rallies. Next, yes. Yep. The next week, they've all lost. Now the Raiders haven't played their second game with, with uh, who's who's their coach? Who's who's in here for uh, Basaccia? I just say the special teams guy. Basaccia. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. They haven't played. They haven't lost yet. They haven't played their second game. But we see this, right? We see these teams rally. And then they come back mm-hmm. to it the second week. Joe, what do you think about this game? Is Lane Johnson playing? He's back at practice. Uh, they are not sure if he's going to be ready. He obviously wasn't injured, but they're not sure That's if he's big. ready. That's big. That's sure. pretty big. Uh, Max Crosby has the most pressures in the NFL. He's taking advantage of some weaker uh, offensive lines. But, hey, 41 pressures, uh, most in the NFL this season. You know what, what's really startling about these two teams is uh, the net yards per play. The Raiders are fifth, and the Eagles are sixth in the NFL, <laughs> if you believe in that stat. Wow. Um, so the look-ahead was two. We're up to three. The money has really come in on the total. This total keeps climbing and climbing, and people are not backing off it. We're all the way up to 49 and a half uh, for the total, so people expecting some scoring, and I and I can understand why. Uh, Carr pushing it down the field. Are we going to see that again? Uh, in the secondary, Casey Hayward and Nate Hobbs have been terrific. Though, mm-hmm. According to uh, PFF pass coverage, those are two top five guys in the same secondary. Hobbs usually uh, comes in nickel situations. So I, I wonder what Hurts is uh, going to be able to do there. I really like this Raiders team, but, but you're right. Uh, that was part of the handicap last week about rallying together, get Gruden the hell out of there and how everything was going to change with Greg Olson uh, calling the plays because it's not like Gruden was having a terrific start. I don't love laying a full field goal. If I had to make a play, I would look to the Raiders instead of the Eagles. So So one one note on that. The Raiders, and we've seen this, 0-2 as a favorite, 3-1 as a dog, more of a dog team. I mean, so it's trendy, but another note on that. So what I'm hearing is we go against our homer teams this week. The anti-homer parlay? <laughs> we, might have to do that at one point. Um, Just throwing it out there. No, Joe, would you we throw it in? We haven't yet. If you're making five selections, let's say, doing a top five sides of the week, would you put the Eagles in your top five? You know, let me – I'll have a better answer for you tomorrow as we talk through all the okay. games. It, it's, I feel like it's a borderline one right now. Like, as I look through the, the games we're talking through, I, I, feel, I feel good about it. I'm not sure I feel great. One thing to, to note – and to keep in mind, if you're going to wait to bet this one, Dallas Goddard still hasn't cleared uh, the COVID protocol. He was symptomatic last week. He was vaccinated, but symptomatic. So he's still not back. Va- Zach Ertz is a Cardinal now. So like mm-hmm. if, if Goddard can't go, they're really thin at tight end. They have, they don't have tight ends. And that's where I think they, I mean, in the red zone, that's all they do. It's, it's either Hertz runs the ball in or they go to the tight ends in the red zone. So that would be a problem. If, but, but I think he's going to be back. It's just a matter of clearing those tests. Here, here's the matchup that I do like for the Raiders. 
the the passing offense. They're seventh in passing yards per attempt. It can be noisy, but they're number one in explosive pass rate in the NFL. And the Eagles defense, second worst pass success rate. So I just where, where's where's the advantage, Philly? Is what I'm wondering. And well, it's they've allowed the, the second least explosive pass plays, but they give it up underneath. It's, it's going to be a game of patience, Correct. right? Is, is Carr going to be able to go over the top, or is he going to sit back and just dink and dunk his way? Uh, I think it's a good game. And actually, you look at the 4 o'clock window, it might be the only competitive game. We're getting all the big spreads there, including, Joe, the Bears at the Bucks. Last time I looked at it this morning, we were like at 12 and a half. The Bears are underdogs in this game. Can yep, you make 12 and the a case? Half. Can you make the case for Chicago covering? Oh, for Chicago? I guess you could make the case. I mean, it's a double-digit spread. It's the National Football League. This thing did touch 13.5 earlier on in the week. I've got a lot of revenge spots written down that we'll go over over the next couple of days. Brady's like one of those guys. He's going to hold on to stuff. Like, sometimes we laugh about it, about the revenge factor. Right. He did not like getting embarrassed in the national spotlight last year and losing to Nick Foles. He wouldn't even go talk to him after the game. <laughs> He'll never he say hates him. Well, that's true. He hates that guy. He hates him. That's why I want to see him talk to Justin Fields after they beat the Bears up. I want to see if he does that and just avoids Nick Foles again. Because Foles was Foles, he ain't talking to third string or fourth string or whatever he is at this point. Um, listen, I what I find fascinating is the Bucks' run defense is so good that a lot of teams don't even try. Are the Bears going to try? If you're making, going to make a case for uh, a strength on offense thus far, it's the run game. However, I think that's matchup-based. Like, the run games look pretty good because they've had a couple of teams here who can't stop the run. Green Bay last week, Raiders a couple of weeks ago. So are they even going to try? Belichick did not try. Remember that Sunday night game? They had right. negative one rushing yard for the game. Negative one. Barely tried. And is it going to be a, a quick uh, passing game? Out of Justin Fields, we have not seen that before, if that's the case. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I think Brady's going to lay it on them. I really do. I mean, Jalen Johnson, he's been a nice surprise at cornerback for the Bears, but he can cover one person. We're expecting Antonio Brown, and then there's also Mike Evans, and there's Godwin, and we're not sure if Gronk's going to play. Uh, the way Here's the thing. The way you attack the Bucks right now you know you've got to do it through the air all the injuries they bring in sherman like they're so bad that sherman they sign him off the street you're a starter you're playing right away and then he goes down <laughs> to an injury i mean it's just it's a sad it's a sad state for them right now but i is justin fields going to beat them through the air i mean 
that's how you have to keep it close. And I just don't see it at this stage. Where is he right now? I mean, obviously you're watching every snap. I'm looking at his numbers. It just it, it just looks They're bad. Off. Yeah, it looks bad. It looks and I'm I'm grading on a curve, right? He's he's a kid trying to figure it out with not a good team around him, but yeah. it looks blah. I, the thing I'm most confused about is only. I mean, how many? He has 56 rushing yards and three starts. I ex, I expect a little more. Is he? Is there, are they designing anything? Is he running, getting out of the pocket, or it's just? I mean, what is that? 18 yards a game rushing? I, yeah, I a little he bit. Should, he, he can get more than that. A little bit, not too much. Well, uh, these games, like you think back to that Cleveland game, same thing with the the Vegas game, even though they dominated it, he's running for his life. So are, are we going to see a little bit of that against some of those monsters that they have up front? Could be. Yeah, offensively, it looks terrible. They're dead last in yards per play. They're second worst in pass DVOA. Uh, they're dead last in explosive pass rate. However, what I will say is that at least he's pushing it down the field and they're letting him do what he did at Ohio state in that sense. Now he needs some more talent around him and eventually he'll get it. He's thrown into tight coverage a lot, a lot more than any other player in the NFL. He's, he's number two in air yards. So there's proof that he is pushing it down the field. And I don't think it's just garbage time stuff. Um, I, I feel good about him for the future, but we're talking about this specific week. If I had to pick a side, I would go Bucks. Uh, five straight unders in Bears games. They can't score, and they don't give up a ton of points. But uh, I don't feel comfortable going under because Tom Brady is uh, looking for vengeance on the other side. Yeah, and the number is not thing- gigantic. It's 47. So, yeah. One thing I thought it was interesting is the Bears have allowed an NFL high 22 sacks. And even though the Bucks don't have the best front, I think they will get some pressure, too. Yeah, they pressured Hurts last week. They made a move, and he was off his spot, and he just he was off the whole game. I, mean, I could see a similar kind of Todd Bowles against a rookie quarterback. I don't like your oh, chances. Yeah, it doesn't work out. It doesn't usually work out. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sports. But coming up on the other side, Simon Hunter of the Action Network on Week 7 in the NFL. We'll talk to him next right here on the Beck QL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.